Hey everyone, and welcome back to Tales of Esperan. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, to keep it simple, we sit down at our desks, log in online, and pretend to be someone we're not for a little while, all the while recording it to share with you. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. Follow along as our players pretend to be small-town adventurers, doing their best to put some good into the world. And my favorite part about all this is that we have no idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Oh, who am I kidding? It's Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Now, we loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories, independent of the lore and problematic content that comes out of the box with Dungeons & Dragons, especially in its own world lore. In short, this just means that we use the game system and some dice to decide what happens next to our characters, not some story or some world that someone else has written for us. I wonder what'll happen this week. Maybe Haley will confront his fear of spiders, or maybe we'll make the next world-renowned dream team wrestling duo? I guess we'll have to roll and find out, huh? So we pick up with all of you making your way through the pathway. The forest is getting more and more of this kind of glowing orange. Smoke is kind of thick in the air. And you approach to find something a little strange. Ahead of you, the pathway opens up and the forest is wide and kind of clear. You can hear fauna in the distance. You guys all walk in on this pathway. And as you go through, it gets smokier and smokier and like more of an orange haze is kind of over the forest. Alea, to you, it just seems like kind of a light bathing everything because, you know, as we've recently discovered, Alea is colorblind. But with that in mind, the pathway ahead starts to get bigger and bigger. And Hele, you notice behind you that the path has stopped collapsing behind you. Somehow, in some way, you've managed to connect back up with what might be the wayward trail because here it's getting wider maybe about 10 feet across at any given time and ahead of you there is a large clearing currently on fire thankfully you guys didn't start this forest fire this time <laughs> and you can see that in the distance maybe about a hundred feet away through the fog you can barely see what looks like the remnants of a wagon in full blaze and there is this big kind of white shape that looks almost like the tarp of a canvas quickly moving through the forest. In your peripherals, it almost looks like a ghost, but it's on fire and it's lighting more of this clearing on fire. What do you do? Panic? The <laughs> bait is letting it be, to be honest with you. It's its own thing. <laughs> Haley's like, let the spiders burn. All of them. Yeah. So you all stand here in silence as the forest burns. Uh and Rose goes, um, I think we might need to go that way. The deer said something about the trail, right? Yeah. And it looks like it's kind of weaving 
right right through that big big old mess. As she says this, the tarp ghost flits across the pathway and lights more of the forest on fire as it's going by. So the deer said to go along the path, right? That's all it said? Or it wants us to actually go do something on the path? I think it said, Alea, you would know this, Rose wouldn't. It said to basically stick to the path, follow the path, because that's where Thurbash and its champion were going. It's chosen. You hear wood snap in a tree, falls in your direction and lands maybe 15 feet in front of you. How big is this thing? The tarp? Yeah. Let's say 20 foot radius. It's a big tarp. By tarp, it's just like... Yeah, it looks like the canvas that would make up the wrap of the wagon. Okay. Do I have anything that could help this situation? I think we should just let this be and go past it. We are on a mission from a terrifying deer. I think we should just move on. Go around. Yeah, but there's other creatures living in this forest besides the spiders. The other creatures are already long past here because of the spiders. Probably. I don't know. Rose, what do you think? Um, I, to be honest, I don't know. There's a lot of open ground to cover. You hear another tree fall. And the canvas tarp makes its way across again. Can everyone roll me perception checks? Alive? I mean, I don't know. But it's definitely moving of its own volition, which is strange. You know, is this a is this a throwback to our? <laughs> this is eerily familiar. <laughs> I have been caught. Also, also, I rolled an eighteen. So, eighteen. <laughs> Tedward and Haley, you watch as the canvas roars by, and three spiders, like the size of maybe a small horse, trail by. They're made of wood as they pass, and they're chasing the tarp, trying to grab onto it to get it to stop moving. The fuckery never ends. It runs by maybe 50 feet ahead of you in the path. The spiders don't seem to notice you, though. So, in a previous campaign, when I played a drug-dealing necromancer, I once lit an entire camp on fire by draping a tarp over an unseen servant, lighting it on fire and telling it to just go wild. Good time. (laughs) I have been having <laughs> a feeling that that's what's going on here. We pulled back the curtain and you're pointing at me, recycling content. <laughs> How could you? I'm upset uh, that of all the things that absolute bastard of a wizard did, this is what you copied instead of bringing Bonjamin back. I'm not going to behead a horse either, all right? That's another topic oh my for God. another- Yeah, I, th- that's another topic for another time. This guy was messed did up. Did I do that, or did I just bring a beheaded horse back to life? I don't remember. <laughs> it was a lot. But yes, this tarp <laughs> jets past you with three wooden spiders, like roughly the size of horses, chasing it through the woods. And you watch Rose kind of hunch down like she's realizing there's danger. Wooden spiders. What the hell? Wooden spiders. What do you guys do? How big of an illusion can I make with minor illusion? Um, minor illusion, I think, is like a five-foot cube. So, like, reasonably, I think at the largest, you could make, like, a person, but it can't really move out of that space. So if you wanted to yeah. make, like, an illusion of a person standing in one spot not really going anywhere, you could do that. Do we know that Alea can talk to the deer? Or have you been yeah, keeping Yeah, that's been that established. Yourself? No, but I mean, like, do the rest of us know? Yeah, because I was relaying the information, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Alea was able to use a spell to ask the deer questions and communicate with them, but the deer could just innately understand Haley without a problem. Somebody ask the deer if the spiders are evil. Wait, is I thought the deer left us. Oh, wait, I thought we were following the deer. No, the deer, like, motioned away, and the forest literally opened up ahead of you. Yeah. 
Like it was making you guys a tunnel. Maybe if something just stops screeching, it could help us. <laughs> the owl. <laughs> See, I'm worried. Okay, the only thing that I could really do, I have... What is it called? Oh, wait. Would dispel magic work? On what? On the sheet, because you said it's moving It is on moving its of its own volition. volition. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to get within 30 feet, I think, is dispel magic. Oh. How much fire is in that range? Um, roll me a d100. Oh, no, it's 120. Oh, what? Um, yeah, you could give it a try. Do we want okay. to, though? If if it's keeping the spiders occupied, that's why I wanted to know if the spiders were evil. Wait, we have established that the spiders are evil because the deer didn't want it to be there, right? No, maybe he's just a... Maybe he's the evil one. I don't know what to do. I give up. Sits down on the ground. So it would take over. You guys have option shock. I, give give yeah. you a wild, wild encounter and the party's sitting there. <laughs> so you guys want to move on? <laughs> We're just gonna walk away. I just don't know, like, if it's a good idea to stop the burning because it feels like somebody conjured an unseen servant. Might not be the evil force that the deer was talking about, since the evil force is the spiders, and the spiders are having it out with this evil tarp. <laughs> How do we know whose side we're on here? I think we should just leave that be for now. Okay. Oh god, wait. Did I use speak with plants at any point in time? You did to speak to the to the deer specifically. Okay. You, you can probably hear tons of plants just going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, am I hearing because then I'm gonna like wanna stop the fire if plants are screaming in agony. Okay, so that spell lasts ten minutes. You'd have to cast oh, it again. Okay. If you'd like. Oh no, I'm not I, no, I'm not I'm not gonna subject myself to that over. <laughs> It would give you valuable information. Oh, fine, 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 fine. I'll do it. I'll get scarred. All right, I'm going to cast Speak with Plants. Ah! <laughs> Help me! No, no, that's not what you hear. This is the scary part, Alea. Well, first, what does it look like as you cast the spell? Ooh, like golden light rings just like vibing out, you know? From you? Yeah, as I like touch the ground. You touch the ground, yeah, and like almost like Toph from Last Airbender, you get that like Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, you get that ring of golden light that washes over the plants and you wait a moment and you hear the tarp go by again and you hear like the, the, the wooden taps of legs moving across the clearing. You don't hear anything. What? So it's The forest is dead silent by means of your spell. So it's either all dead or it's not real roll me an insight check what i almost typed in intimidation <laughs> ah 12 12 it's not a high dc it dawns on you immediately when the last time you cast speak with plants and you talk to the deer it told you the forest was dying it was dying and this clearing which for a forest would be in pure agony, is dead silent. Oh, cool. Nothing matters. And as, as, <laughs> as you say this, you hear a very large tree 
it shakes the ground. It was so big. And you hear... You hear thundering footsteps off to your left. And while you're all standing here thinking, figuring it out, Haley, because you were the most alert, you're the one to notice this, you see a gout of sticky web fly across the clearing towards the tarp and pin the tarp to the ground along with all the spiders. I will cast Minor Illusion, making another version of it, 10 feet in the, in the opposite direction of it. Oh, so like on the other side of the path closer to it? Or like further away from you guys? Further away from us. Okay, so like much deeper into the, the pathway that it went. Yep. It, as it appears, you see the other spiders, the three of them, that were chasing this tarp all over the place, are like struggling to get out of the web and they're breaking free. And you hear those thundering footsteps again. And from the smoke, the orange haze of the forest, you see a huge spider like the size of an elephant but you can see that its body is made of this black and gnarled twisted wood almost like it's a puppet gnarly and it sprints across the clearing towards the illusion you've made traipses over the path and starts stomping it down and spraying web all over your illusion what do you guys do the distraction has stopped do you still want to go not want to go around uh no yeah we're good we're good to go this forest is dead. <laughs> I will go back and try to hide in the woods for, for a minute. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Oh no. A one. Oh no. <laughs> okay, Haley's frightened, clearly. He hates spiders and there's a giant, giant spider. What does Haley do that alerts this thing to your party's presence? Just because I'm afraid? Mm-hmm. Or like maybe you stumble, you run, knock, like paint this however you want. All right. Seeing, can't see the minor illusion because he saw the web and seeing it pop out of nowhere, immediately firebolts it. Oh no. <laughs> Everybody roll me initiative. You'll roll me an attack roll. Haley, pure panic. Oh God. Mm, got an 18 on initiative. 18 attack. Tevra got an 18. Hey, Leia, you'll go first. I'll just put you at 20 because you kicked it off. Okay. Leia, what'd you get? I got an eight. Eight? Ooh, not great. So I'm rolling initiatives. Hold up. What's the owl's initiative? I'll put the owl on there. Maybe it will actually die. The owl's initiative is four. <laughs> hey, Leia, with an 18, you absolutely hit. Roll me damage. All right. 15. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, so describe to me, Haley, how when you hurl this firebolt out of pure fear, you deal a tremendous blow to this creature. It does not kill it, I will say that much, but fire does, you will find out very quickly, it gives it the frightened status immediately if it catches on fire. Haley does not notice any of this. He would have fired the bolt and ran as fast as possible towards the woods. To the tree line, not the woods, the tree line. Oh, damn. Okay, so you you fire your bolt and it flies across the way and all of you watch this bolt in horror as you realize it came from the back of your group. It sails through the clearing and flies all the way across. And then one leg, two leg, three legs, four legs, this firebolt drills a precise hole through four of them. 
and this creature lets out a bellow and rolls on the ground and starts like letting out this weird screech that sounds like you know how like you get the creak of a wooden chair like that but high-pitched as it's rolling around on its back first up in the order Haley, you sprint back into the woods what do you do uh i attempt to hide okay roll me a stealth check 18 18 you duck down into the forest you feel like you're pretty safe this thing is still screeching and the rest of the party is between you and it you have a bonus action or another action if you'd like to take it uh will cast a minor illusion of the same tart as far from me as I possibly can. Okay, let's just say within line of sight, so I'll probably say, oh no. You probably get about 30, 35 feet within the clearing, which would put it within like combat range of your party. Mm-hmm. Do you do it? Yeah, that's what I do. Oh no. Haley vanishes off into the woods and in the panic, you see a tarp appear. <sighs> in the shape of like vaguely humanoid person standing underneath it appear in front of all of you. Rose draws her hammer and goes, what the, what the hell? And she like stomps her foot down into the ground and you watch her boot dig into the soil as her armadillo starts to climb out of the soil. Tedward, you're up, what do you do? Oof. I'm gonna try to throw that boomerang at it. Why not? It's a new, shiny new boomerang. Give me an attack roll using your decks. Why did it switch to the nice music? Excuse me. No, keep it. Right now, is Tedward is when Tedward goes into battle. You guys have never known this, but he actually has classical music playing in his head. <laughs> Keeps him calm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, crit failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I throw it into the ground at my feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it comes right back. It just, it rockets back up and hits me in the face. Yeah. You throw it and the curved end hits the ground. And you go, "Uh uh-oh. As it hits your nose and blood starts pouring out. You take one point of damage from your, two points because it's a plus one boomerang. Two, Uh, (laughs) you start bleeding. One of your teeth hurt. (laughs) That will drive me into a rage. (laughs) Tedward bellows out of scream. <laughs> and Alea, because you would be next up in the order after Tedward, but also after all the spiders. You watch as the three spiders that were untangling themselves from the nets all stop and kind of turn in your direction and start running your way. Alea, you're up. What do you do? I got, okay, um... There's three wooden spiders running at you. They're all, like, roughly the size of a horse. Oh, great. Oh, oh, that's, that's nice. Can I... do... Okay, they're the size of a horse, Mm -hmm. but they're spiders. So, like... But they're wooden? Yes, they're all wooden. Like, they weirdly enough look like giant wooden marionettes. Like, that's the only way to describe how they... So they're not animals. So like, animal friendship, like, wouldn't work. Um, no, right? Probably no. not. Yeah, I think with, with enough sense, you could figure that out. I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Mm-hmm. Nice. Kind of just, like, in between the space between me and the spiders. Just, oh, like, a cool. little, like... Or can I cast it, like, where they are? Um, you could cast it where they are. They'll take the damage. You know what? I'm going to keep I'm going to keep the distance between. Okay. So, uh, basically, you get a 5-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder 
in between you and them. Um, it's 120 feet away, so you can probably put it 30 feet from you and it'll bridge the gap fairly easily. When they enter the spells area for the first time on a turn or start their turn there, they must make a con save or take 2d10 radiant damage. Dang. So you summon that in front of you. You have a bonus action and movement. Would you like to do anything? You're all kind of huddled up in the opening to this clearing right now. Huddled up in the opening of this clearing. I probably try to get everyone backwards. Okay. Like, so there's a little bit of cover. So there's, people can stealth easier. So you like, so I... you just want to step backwards towards the clearing and kind of like you call out to everybody? Yeah. Okay, you can and do that. Is it possible to try to go into stealth? Sure, give me a stealth check. I am not a stealthy person. I don't even know why I asked. No, it's a nine. Yeah, so you turn and start to run toward the trail that led to here and kind of step in, but the spiders are still running towards you. Ale, you're up. You're kind of hunkered down or in the forest behind them. And you can hear the sound of like those little like wooden legs clacking on the ground. What do you do? I will peek out and mm -hmm. try to ascertain, do the spiders look like they're going around the moonbeam or are they going to go through it? I would say because of all the fire, they look like they're not weaving out of the way. Let's say that. All right, then from my hidden perspective, I'm going to try to stay hidden and throw another firebolt at the giant one. A firebolt? Yep. Okay, roll me an attack roll. Oh, with a one. Oh, no, it's seven. Sorry, it's 13. 13. That is a direct hit. Roll me damage. You just hit its armor class. Seven points of damage. Seven points? Dang. It hits the creature and bores a hole on like the kind of bulbous back of it. And you can clearly see through it. And it kind of, it like rolls up off of its back and starts to spin around to look for the source, the threat, the thing that's been hurting it. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Uh, if I can, attempt to hide again. Roll me a stealth check. I will say with advantage because your party is between you and the thing. 14. Okay, 14. You hunker down for now, at least from the big spider, you seem like you're relatively safe. It's still looking around to figure out where the source of the problem is. Tedward, you're up alongside Rose. Your nose is bleeding. Your boomerang has like launched into the air and you see it stick in the ground and then it kind of shudders for a moment and appears at the ground at your feet. Edward is enraged. So I'm gonna, what's the nearest spider to me? Um, It's in between you and the moonbeam, but if you were to wait, it would have to run through the moonbeam to get to you. Edward is incapable of waiting presently. I don't know if you know what rage is. You can use, <laughs> you can use your movement to make it to them for sure. I'm gonna just barrel straight into the nearest spider. Okay, Alea, with horror, you watch Tedward sprint forward and leap into the moonbeam at the same time as the spiders land in there. Tedward, roll me a con save. The minute, oh Tedward, the minute Tedward enters the moonbeam, a Sailor Moon transformation sequence oh, triggers. No. <laughs> all of Tedward's clothing is scorched off of his body by the energy. Alea, what is your um, spell save DC? Oh, damn, I got a 20, not a natural 20, just a 15 plus 5. 14. 14. Oh, Tedward passes with flying colors. For sure. I just come out trailing some sparkling moon dust behind me. Well, hold on. Hold in on. the arc of my leap. Let me roll the damage. You take half as much on a successful save. Okay, so the sparkling moon dust is actually bits of skin. <laughs> but now I'm dressed like a Japanese schoolgirl for some reason. Half a seven rounded down, you take three radiant damage as you sail through this thing. 
and you land in the midst of all these spiders. What do you do? There's one in front of you and then one on each side. I'm gonna just punch the one in front of me as hard as I can. Nice. Give me an attack roll on arm strike. With your gauntlet, you have two attacks on your sheet. You can use the one for the gauntlets. Oh, okay, that's the one I want. Okay. The gauntlets one. So is that's better. that's a twenty-four. Oh my god. And let's do the damage is uh seven damage. Seven damage. Um so the spider closest to you, who looks like it's burning a little more than the other two from the, the radiant flames. Ooh, you deal a fucking pretty brutal wound to this thing, this wooden spider. Describe it to me. <laughs> Just punch it right in the face. I don't know what they're made of. I don't know how this material is going to react. But So you punch it, right? And your fist crunches in and you watch the crunching happen before your fist reaches it because the nature of your magic gauntlets, it gives you like extra reach that you're still not quite used to yet. And you watch as the wood Please. splinters in and keeps splintering. Oh, this thing's made of wood. That's like a chair. You've broke chairs before. And I this thing, as you many. punch it, its body flattens a bit to the ground and its legs, you hear them creak. And it's like struggling underneath your fist as you dealt. This creature's half dead in front of you. Tedward's rage, apart from giving his body prodigious resilience, also gives his psychology a little bit of a boost. So his coping mechanisms are kicking in. And right now in Tedward's eyes, he is surrounded by angry clicking chairs the size of horses. <laughs> and at this mention, Alea, you're watching it, and you can clearly see the book has somehow managed to slip itself away from Tedward as he ran away, and it's scribbling. You can hear it scribbling in, like, the midst of all the chaos, and you look over and see it fervorously drawing a chair. Smallest one is a stool. Which is the one right in front of you. And as that happens, the two other spiders, which are kind of roiling with fire. What's your armor class? Me, let's check. 14. The first spider leaps towards you to take a, to take a bite down with its kind of sharp wooden teeth. How do you deflect it off? I headbutt it. <laughs> you grab it, maybe grab its legs and give it a hard headbutt. And as it like falls backward, you can see some of your blood on the wood. And as this happens, a second one leaps up. And you feel sharp wood dig into your shoulder as the second one has kind of climbed on top of you and you take five piercing damage. But because you're raging, that's half to two. Cool. Next up in the order is ooh, Rose, who will throw her hammer at the spider on Tedward's back, which hits, dealing seven damage. Dang. So, Tedward, you, the spider on your back, you feel it lurch to the side as you hear Rose's, like, black ebony hammer zip past you and then come back on a backswing as it returns to her. Alea, you're up. What do you do? Um, can I just get a layout of where everyone is currently? Yeah, so straight ahead of you, you see Tedward has leapt into your moonbeam. Yep, yeah. And is fighting okay. the spiders. Rose is standing, like maybe five, six feet ahead of you with her hand out as her hammer is coming back to her. You know Haley took off into the woods behind her and you see Rose's armadillo is stationed at her feet. Oh God, okay. Um, can I? Can you? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. Can, um. You have wild shape. That's a thing you could do. I know, but like if Tedward is going toe to toe 
with these things in my moonbeam. I'm not about to just jump in there also. Valid. So you now I'm thinking... Side, right? It's not really toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I only have 25% the number of toes they have. Can you <laughs> jump to the other side? Yeah, you, you, she could leap to the other side. No, I mean, didn't Tedward jump to the other side? Or is he just... No, in the he, like, side? met them in the middle, like, oh, okay. action movie style. I think he's probably stayed in the moonbeam because he's raging and he only took like two damage from it. So he doesn't even notice that, you know, it has a potential 20 damage. Well, that's fair. I just thought he got the other side. All right, makes sense. Uh, what would be, wait, what's Tedward's AC? 14. Am I allowed to know that? Yeah, you're yeah. allowed Okay. <laughs> Can I, all right, hear me out. <clears throat> uh -oh. Pretend moonbeam is a wrestling ring, right? Okay, okay, yeah. Can I scream at Tedward to just like lean out, give me a high five, and I'll give him bark skin? <laughs> oh, yeah, that could work. I thought you were going to literally turn Moonbeam into a wrestling ring. <laughs> that would have been really cool, but I'll take, Alea, I'll take a skin disease, sure. Alea, do me a favor. Let's assume if you want this to happen, you have to sprint up to the, the Moonbeam, right? As you, yeah. you run up to it, roll me a intelligence check oh okay 12 you just hit my dc as you're Ooh. running forward you reach your hand out tedward and tedward with the spider on your back you look over your shoulder and this moonbeam which is coming down from the sky you're you know you feel like a magical girl right now and as you turn and look over your shoulder you see Alea leaping out to touch your hand and you watch as the moonbeam, these threads of light, turn into the rope boundaries of a wrestling ring. You have no idea why. Or I don't how. even know what a wrestling ring is. It's basically just like, it, it looks like the, the edge of the moonbeam is made of posts that have ropes connecting them. Oh, I, I know uh, what well, it yeah, is. I'm just Hedward. And you okay. hear, it's high fantasy. You hear like the buzz of a crowd in the back of your mind as she leaps forward. And do you reach out and touch? Yeah, sure. I'll give her a high five. And as the high five hits, what does it look like as you give him bark skin? It's like that epic high five, you know, that one that you've been dreaming of since you were a kid. You just wind it up and then the impact just like radiates out. You see like little like whoosh and then Tedward gets bark skin. Yeah, Tedward, you hear the, the crisp snap of the high five. You watch your skin kind of ripple and warble as it starts to get barky and hard and the spider trying to chomp on your shoulder doesn't hurt as much. And with that... I'm also going to yell at him to not stay in there for too long. Yeah, you're in a microwave, dude. You watch Alea. So beyond all this happening, you see the big spider roll over and it sets its sight on all of you with the moonbeam. And it sprints forward. And as it gets about 15 feet from the edge of the moonbeam, it jumps to the side. Alea, roll me a perception check because you're the one facing it. Uh, perception, you said? Yep. 17. You have to do a double take because this thing is running, 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 and it suddenly leans to the side and it like collides with one of these, now that you know, dead hickory trees going way up into the sky. And you blink and it's just gone. And then, because of your 17, you hear the sound of creaking wood behind you closer to the entryway of this opening. And you quick look as you see this giant spider emerging from a different tree. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Oh, that's, a, that's a big ah. one. 
Thankfully, not a lot of damage, though. Just Seemingly of contradicting damage. yourself there. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say that's a big roll, not a lot of damage. After your spider made an illegal turn. As it, as it bites down on Rose. And she yells out and drops her hammer to the ground. And this thing is, like, on top of her. Hey, Lei, what do you do? From your hiding spot, you hear the sound of what looks like... Sounds like a tree being torn apart. And from your hiding place over your shoulder, you can see this spider has somehow just teleported very close to where you are. Maybe 15, 20 feet away. I peek out, and as I see this, I use my movement to get to another tree as far away as I can get. Okay, so like deeper down the trail. Yep. Okay. And then take another pot shot. Okay, roll me an attack roll. 20. Haley, coming in with the hot shots. Roll me damage. 12 points. This thing is biting onto Rose. Hey, Lay, what does it look like as you fucking obliterate, MVP here, obliterate the thing that you've been afraid of this whole time? Let's see. I think with each pot shot, I've been removing a leg and then just shot one right into one of the, uh, I guess, holes that would be left of this wood, made of wood. Yeah, so you take another pot shot and it hits the inside of this thing's body and you watch as the fire catches and it lets go of Rose and starts to thrash and scream. It slams into a tree and slurps into it and you watch it fall out of a different tree like 30 feet away off to the side of the trail and this thing is roiling and rolling can you roll me a d100 of course but i remember how to do that there it is 36 oh wow this is too perfect so for this region of the forest for any of the listeners sake i have been using tasha's supernatural region rules and this particular stretch of the forest is filled with motorcycles apparently this particular stretch of the forest is considered an infested woodlands. And you roll the 36 on the random chart, which if you disturb any of the, the webbing cocoons or larger creatures here, normally I would roll on a table because it's your moment. It's you get this cool effect. Tell me how this whole clearing becomes choked with wispy webbing, which acts as difficult terrain upon the death of the spider. I guess this wild magic pops off and it's just a night it's one of my nightmares just comes to life oh no i'm so sorry <laughs> it just starts pouring out of my fur i guess oh not from you oh no no oh my god that's so horrifying yes no not from you from the spider i want to be very clear i don't i wouldn't do that to Haley. oh then i would say uh as it starts to burn holes start to pop out of it and whatever magic was keeping the web webbing inside starts to spew it out oh yeah like it's like a almost like a portal that's been left open and this thing is thrashing on the ground and just spewing web everywhere tedward and alaya roll me dexterity saving throws oh boy ba, 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 ba. Da, 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 why okay here we go oh 16 not the worst it could have been okay I got a hey. 16 as well. Dang, so both of you in this moment, maybe it's synchronized. The super, it's the super awesome tag team wrestling moment. Both of you look and you hear the spider crying out and it starts spewing web anywhere and a gout of web comes flying towards you and at the same time, how do you both dodge it? Alea trips. <laughs> it's accidental. Tedward trips over Alea as she trips. <laughs> yes, you both trip and maybe tumble out of the moonbeam on the ground and the ropes that make up this weird wrestling ring vanish and it just returns back to a regular moonbeam. And you watch the spiders. Let me roll deck saves for them. Disadvantage because they're on fire. Oh, that's a four. They both get covered in web. You are one for Rose. 
she passes as well. Everyone ducks out of the way as this just torrent of web covers the whole forest. The whole trail is covered, and this thing is just still spewing, like, webs. Temperance. You have one spider in front of you that's very hurt, one that's kind of on your back still a bit, and a second one that is also in the moonbeam, still taking damage. I would like to grab the one on my back and roll forward violently such that I bring it down on the wounded one like a, a well, like the, the famous chair of the wrestling ring. This is all very appropriate. I'm going to give a chair the chair and a wrestling ring. <laughs> oh my god. Give me an unarmed attack roll not using your gauntlets. That's like improvised weapons. That's a 9, a 16 with all my bonuses. Yeah, you you grab this spider off your back. I'm going to roll an athletics check to see if it it does the like Black Widow thing that flips you with it as you slam it into the spider. Roll me an athletics check real quick. <laughs> 22. You feel its legs like wrap around some of your body and you just pull and slam this thing down into the one on the ground. Roll me damage for your unarmed strike. Right. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Uh, four. Four. So this first spider crunches down on the second one on the ground and takes even more damage. With that, Rose hurls another hammer strike. You see her kind of holding her shoulder. I just rolled a natural 20 for Rose. Stop hogging all the luck, imaginary friend. 10. <laughs> yeah. She deals 10 damage to the spider on your back, Tedward. And then it's the spider's turns. Alea, you want to roll me 2d10 for your cool-ass wrestling ring spell? Yeah. 2d... Do I have to keep saving against that every time she rolls damage? Uh, yeah, roll me a save. I might have missed it last round because Haley was doing some dope-ass shit. Oh, I got a 10. Mm, you don't pass that word, so you take 13 radiant damage. Oh my shit. Oh my <laughs> I god. It's gonna be like five. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. so to, to, to retcon something here, when I said, you know, you kind of maybe tumble out of the moonbeam a little bit, you would have had to do that with your movement. So as you guys like tumbled and tripped from the web, the spider that was on top of you, like you rolled back into it at the start of Alea's turn or the spider's turn. Oh my God, I'm like half dead. And so how much damage was that, Alea? 13. 13. <laughs> two of these spiders disintegrate into, what does it look like, Alea, as two of them just like, this this radiant fire burns them away. Like a chestnut. A what? Chestnut roasting on an open fire. Uh, oh, I was like, where are we going with this? Yeah, they, their bodies pop. You can hear, like, the crackling of the fire as it burns through them. And you watch their bodies just fall apart and break into what looks like almost broken sticks and kindling. If you look close enough, you might be able to see the parts of the spiders that were once there. But two of them aren't no longer to be. And Tedward, in front of you, one is just burning. It's just as wounded as the other two were a moment ago. And it's like looking back and forth, like it might be about to retreat. And Alea, it's your move. What do you do? So they're looking like they're about to retreat? There's only one left. Is Tedward? Tedward's not still in the thing, right? He is. Mm -hmm. I am. I'm gonna be here for the long haul, really. I, okay. Well, I don't want to burn through all my spells. So I'm gonna, can I hold? For what? Tedward to get out of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. I'm just gonna heal him once he gets out. Okay, so you, you're holding a healing spell for Tedward. Do you know what spell it is? Yeah, it's the spell Bum of the Summer Court. Oh, that, yeah. Okay, so you can hold your action for that. That's not even a spell. That's just like a ability you have. Hele, you're up. This thing has spewed web all over the forest and you can see there's one spider left. Wait, how far away is the spider? 30 feet, let's say. 
Yep, I'll stay where I am and take another pot shot at it. Just firebolt them to death. Yep. Roll me an attack roll. Natural 20. Holy natural 20? Roll me damage. It'll, it should calculate. 30. Oh my 30. god. So this thing at its strongest only had 26 health. <laughs> what does it, how does Hele obliterate the final spider? Without looking, he just kind of fires around the corner and just continues to hide behind the tree. You duck down and <laughs> the, this firebolt sails to where you can see it coming at you. And you duck out of the way right as the spider behind you was leaping into the air to try and take you with it as it died. And the firebolt hits its center and it just detonates and Tedward in your ears that sounds like pieces of chair are just falling all over them. They are. What do you mean sounds like? <laughs> and with that, Tedward, you're still standing in Alea's moonbeam. The last spider that you can see is dead. 32 damage. Dude, if you had hit the biggest spider with that, it would have died. <laughs> what do you do, Tedward? Tedward is going to exit the moonbeam. Okay. You step out of the ring. Do you go underneath the, the ropes or something? Yeah. I do the thing where I lean back and I launch myself off the ropes. Yep. You launch off and land in front of Alea. Alea, you have your healing spell ready? Yes. Roll the healing. Uh, it is a... What are you doing? You have a pool of fey energy represented by a number of D6s equal to your druid level. That's not going to work. That should be five. It's not gonna work. You gotta hit me with a sunbeam. <laughs> sun the opposite of the moonbeam, clearly. Alright, alright. You need to bring me to the nearest tanning salon immediately. So, so it's, I roll 5d6, right? You can roll a number of d6 that you want to, but up to 5. Up to 5. Do and I you, use my druid levels for anything else? I don't know. It depends on, uh, I don't think for any of your other abilities, but you're a druid level 5, I think. Or are okay. you guys level 6? It'll be at the top of your sheet, le top I'm left five. of your sheet. Yeah, I'm five. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you have five d6s you can use. Seventeen. Uh, nice. Tedward, you heal seventeen hit points. What does it look like as you heal him, Alea? I don't know. It's Fey energy, right? Yep. So something shimmery engulfs him. He gets an aura. Yep. This kind of like Tedward to your eyes, you see this kind of. Avi, what colors would it be? Is it bad that I'm going to go basic and just do like glowing, like golden yellow? That's no, like that's a fine. healing color. Yeah. How would Alea know the colors? I wasn't asking <gasps> Alea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was asking Avi. I did that on purpose. Nice try. <laughs> yeah. Well, she can, she can see yellow. She just can't see greens and Oh yeah, reds. greens and reds. Plus, yeah. it's, plus it's magic. It may not look like with light per se. Yeah, so this yellow, this yellow white washes over you, Tedward, and you heal 17 hit points. You feel your tooth stop hurting, your nose, like you can suddenly breathe clearly. Oh, that's the best feeling in the world when your your nostril clears back up. Yep, that's that's what this is. Alea, your moonbeam is still running. You can hear it tss, like sizzling the ground. Yeah, I I can I can call it off. And clearing kind of calms down for a moment. You can hear the very loud burning of fire. It's starting to get thicker and it's getting harder to breathe. As you all you you two are kind of standing here, Rose quickly trots up. Are you guys all right? Yeah. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> how, how, Tedward, how, how are you doing? You 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 were in there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just fine. Fine. Okay. Do we want to keep any of these chairs? Some of them might be salvageable. We might be able to sell them in a town. Pretty good craftsmanship. Alea, roll what? or Tedward, roll me a D100. You got you have to get a 75 or above. Sadly, the owl has survived. 
78. Damn, you rolled over 75. Alea, you lo- you're saying this and you look down. I'll be damned if there isn't the seat of a stool on the ground. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> like broken and shattered. <laughs> no fucking way. Okay, I'm picking up this seat and I'm, I'm gonna... I don't even know what I... Can I inspect it? Yes, but roll me a history check. Oh, wait, did he... He has a... 12. You're like, no way, this isn't a chair. What? It looks like the chair that the book was drawing. (laughs) Dance rubs her temples. Okay. Is the smoke still happening? We need to... I need to worry about one thing. All of you, by the way, don't see Haley anywhere. Haley, your stealth checks are pretty damn good. Mother trucker. So that means they're missing another party member? (laughs) Halo, you can hear them, by the way. You're close enough to be able to hear them talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still panicking. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Haley! <laughs> Start screaming. Haley hears Alea scream and thinks, oh, the spider had them. Oh, no. It's mm. over. We're all doomed. Oh, you're just, like, spiraling further into panic. Aww. If you'd like, this is your call. Um, You can roll me a wisdom saving throw on a failure. You can impart the frightened condition if you think that'll help. That'll, that feels... Up to par. Unless you just want to give it to you yourself. We'll roll wisdom. Let's see it. Debates. See what I do. Where's oh yeah. the core trait? Right. 19. All right. I peek around the corner and I see everyone's fine. I come out to hang out. Yeah. So you peek out, probably still a bit nervous hearing them talking. You walk up as Tedward is like holding pieces of wood and Two of them, one clearly looks like a chair leg and the other one looks like the bottom of the stool. And he's trying to like put them together. And Alea, um, Hele emerges from the, the smoke. All right, that's one. Rose. Rose. Oh, Rose uh, is right next to you. I'm right here. Oh, okay. Woo. Freeze Ant. Elio. Elio. I look around. Roll me a perception oh, no. check. The chairman of the board got her. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking. Not your best, but still good. Would you roll? Ten. 10. 10? You don't see her around. She has to be there because she can't leave without one of us. Right? Hey, what's your passive perception? Tedward's too busy with the chair. Passive perception. I don't know. Better question. What's your perception bonus? It's under your skills. Perception is plus five. Your, wow, your passive is 15? That's good. You look around and you see like rocks, trees, branches. And you do a double take, and one of the rocks is covered in, in little hexagons. Turtle shell. Mm-hmm. I just kind of nudge Alea and just point to the odd rock and go, that's a weird rock. Alea? So I'm going to crouch down and be like, Elio? See a is little that, tiny you? turtle head peek out of the shell? It's safe. You can come out now. Roll me persuasion check. Oh, she's so precious. Are you effing kidding? <laughs> the head I goes back in. One. Rose is like, I I don't know. I don't know about all you, but we, I mean, we pretty much assumed there was a lot of spiders in the forest. That one was big. I'm pretty sure there might be more like it. We just made a lot of commotion. Yeah. Get moving. At least it was a safe place. I'm going to delicately pick up Eliel. Okay. Got a turtle underneath one arm. The shell's roughly the size of like a volleyball. I was actually going to pass them off to... Haley will take them. Yeah. Right? Because Haley... Yep. You guys are best friends now. Valid. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> but we need to go find Thurbash. 
Yep. Eventually. Let's tie this in a nice bow. Um, you hand off the turtle to Hele, and you all kind of quickly make your way out of the clearing, past the remnants of a burning wagon and further into the forest. Tedward, do you leave your chair behind? Your chair pieces. Can I roll craft to see if I manage to get a whole chair out of it? Sure. <laughs> Is, do I, I have tell crafting? him to bring at least a piece of it. I don't, I don't have... Would that be per, like performance? It wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't have craft or anything. Just roll me a d20 using... See, it's like two skills that Tedward would suck at, let's, but we can let's try. Let's just say it's with dexterity. Yeah, let's just do dexterity. Let's just do a d20 and I'll add my dex, which is a two. So I just rolled a 17 plus two is a 19. Oh my god. Let me roll some... It's clearly not a chair made for, by one person. Like, it looks like two different chairs put together. Yeah, you, but get, it's like, chair. you get a little, like, a footstool out of it, I think. Because it shattered pretty heftily. Yeah. I get a little stool. Yeah, a haphazard footstool out of it. Yeah. And Tedward, you look up and realize that everyone has already started walking away. Yeah, I'll just run after him. Yeah, cool. And we fade away with Tedward sprinting after the group holding his newly minted footstool. And, sell that bad boy. And that's it. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Since there was no mid-roll this week, I'd just like to say thank you for supporting us. We've seen an awesome spike in traffic lately, and that tells me that you're doing your part in helping out. We appreciate you so much. Next week, we pick back up with the Gilded Lily. But if you're itching for content and can't wait that long, check out our friend Nature Check. I love the irony that we're promoting a nature-based podcast on our, what is this, the third forest fire started by the party? We love nature. I promise, Cheryl. Please don't kill me. What happens when you get a bunch of truly nerdy scientists together and force them to play tabletop role-playing games? You might be surprised. Nature Check is a TTRPG channel you can find on Twitch, YouTube, and podcast apps everywhere. Join the fun as the cast explores fantasy worlds and connects your favorite gaming moments to real-life science. If you like TTRPGs, ridiculous jokes, and nerdy fun facts, then Nature Check is the show for you. Nature Check is dope. They're planning a marathon stream to celebrate their 50th episode. So maybe mark off your calendar for October 17th and go show them some love too. We really need it. We've burned a lot of forests down. Anyways, our songs and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscape, which you can find in our episode description and on their awesome Bandcamp pages. We're all seizing tracks from Dark Fantasy Studios. Stay safe, and see you soon. I do have a question for all of you, though. No. After this encounter, it is probably three o'clock in the morning in game time. You could like find a safe place to rest or keep on trudging, in which case you'll you might catch up to them, but you're going to get much closer, but very exhausted. Can I take I, baby naps? Yeah, I think we should take a nap. Tedward gets sleepy after a good rage. OK, he wants to try his new stool. That's the only reason. He doesn't care about the nap. You don't he just wants to sit on his stool. You don't sleep <laughs> on a stool, bruh. Thanks for coming. That was fun.
It was a good time. I didn't mean to scare the hell out of Haley. <laughs> oh, no, it just yeah. happened. Now we know. Yep, yep. All right. Oh, the owl still lives. Right at the end of the recording. A fucking owl.